Welcome to a fine edition of Give Me Five, the episode where I've got five questions for Gary. He's got five questions for me. We do not know what they are, but Gary, what are we going to do to those questions? We will always answer them honestly. We're never going to lie to you guys. You're going to give me five. I, I've talked a lot about some pretty harrowing stuff, so we're going to be honest, man, as always. It is true. Something about this mic makes us want to tell the truth. This is true. Amen. Gary, uh, why don't you go first this week? I, oh, I, I've man. gone first the past couple of weeks with uh, the lovely Jesse, your girlfriend, coming on, so I, I feel like I should... Let you go first this week. Yeah. To kick it off, I just want to say that I'm happy to be back because we've been away for a while. Yes. And my first one is an easy one. But these two weeks have been pretty crazy for me from going to Vegas to um, medical news, taking my sisters to see a movie that I shouldn't have, yada, 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 yada. Some crazy experiences, man. So I want to ask you, what was the craziest thing or the most notable thing that happened to you in our time away? This is the longest we've been away since we kind of re-brought back Chop Green's last yeah. year. You know, uh, what's the craziest thing? Um, you know what? Not too terrible much, but I did go on vacation in Washington and, uh, I'd say that the craziest thing was just how much I walked. Like if you look at my health app on my phone, I know that those aren't really to be determined and, and they aren't a hundred percent accurate. Obviously, but even if it's, I, I imagine that it airs on the lower side. So, yeah, it, it'll count your steps pretty it, accurately, man. It's amazing because my job, I'm, I'm incredibly fortunate enough to have a job where I can sit down, uh, a lot of recording, a lot of speaking. So I'm very fortunate about that. So when I looked at my health, like my steps, not like I really do, but because I know I walk so much in Washington, trying to avoid taking Ubers, trying to remain a little bit healthier. And also, uh, since there's a chance that I will be moving there, I will, uh, I wanted to see what the commune, uh, what the commute would be being able to walk everywhere if I needed to get a, 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 a something, uh, that I could move around on in over there. Uh, all this being said, I went from like 800 steps a day, something around there on average, to like 5,000. It it was it boosted me um, um, a lot. I I was consistently sweaty and moist over there, uh, just walking around. It uh, it was a lot. So so for me that the amount of looking at my steps and being like sixfold almost. Being sixfold, the the more than what my normal is, it was uh, surprising to have that confirmation. That's what I'd say. Isn't that crazy? Like they say, you're supposed to get ten thousand steps a day. And when you have a job like me and you do, it's really freaking hard. Yeah. It's I mean, like there, there's unless I'm going on like a four mile walk, there is no way. When I used to work at Starbucks, you definitely like clock out work with 10,000 but now I'm like struggling to get up and go to the backyard because his legs get tight yeah my my average steps per day in the month of like July has been upped because of this and my average steps per day in June has been just single-handedly just gone up uh, over the the what has been the norm for me uh, in previous what do you year. see that is that in in, in your in, health, uh, in your health app health app absolutely I'm averaging 3,225 a day. Yeah, it, it gets crazy. Yeah. It gets crazy on uh, on what yeah. you average. And then go go and take like a week. Take like a week where you just try to walk everywhere or something. It's astounding what it'll do for you. Okay, Gary, we watched 
at Zola as our film. Zola, it's kind of hard to tell which is which, uh, whichever one. Either way, same film. Uh, and it pairs with this Gimme 5. It boasts that it is the craziest true stripper, stripper story ever told. And with equal showing of full bodies from both genders, I wanted to know, Gary, if $150 a night could entice you to become the Chippendale I know you are bursting to be, and what song would you choose as your stripper song? Just 150 a night? You don't remember that's that? She, you don't rem- remember that that's what she said when she was on the bed? She said, 150 a night, that's what you get anyways for just riding a bad on the pole? That's what That's what you get yeah. at, the, at the club? Mm. Um, I guess it depends on how long a night is. If it's a 12 hour no, but if I if I can show up at like you know 10 and strip until like one, yeah. And because honestly, I'm gonna get a workout too. Why go to the gym when you can dance? Dancing is a great workout. Um, I think that I I'll give you two songs. One of them is um Busta Rhymes. Baby, if you give it to me, I'll give it to you. As long as you want, you know I got it. I don't know what that song is called, but it's a catchy, sexy song. And second. A classic. It was also my boxing entrance song. Come and get your love. Hey, hey. You know, I can twerk, move my hips, do the, uh, you know, the, the whole shebang. I I think I would do well. If you do, do well, the whole shebang, I think that you'd have to take that out of the club. That's, oh, yeah. You know, if I were to do a shebang, yeah, I, I would. <laughs> so so I, I, I don't have the body for it, though. I'd have to definitely work up to it. Um, reminds me of that scene in Magic Mike where Matthew Gonahay grabs Channing Tatum by the hips and makes him swirl. You know, I love some male strippers, man. Always have. So uh, remind me, did you say yes to 150 a night? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, yeah, I would. You know what's funny? The only strip club I've ever been to and been danced on is actually a, a gay strip club because I went with some with some uh, gay buddies. And um, yeah, so there you go. All right, your yeah. turn. Man, I was um, thinking about some of these scenarios that I put myself through. And I want to flip them around on you. WWPD, what would Philip do? I'm going to give you two scenarios where I had to make a tough choice. And I'm going to tell you the choice that I made. And then you tell me what you would do in these scenarios. Pretty simple. Pretty tough. So, first of all, you are in the middle of an engrossing conversation with somebody who speaks forever, doesn't stop. But you you need to talk to them. Perhaps it's for a promotion you know, in the business that you and I want to be in, maybe some kind of connection, you really need to keep this conversation going and make this person think that you like them and value them, but you have to poop so bad. The worst you've ever had to poop in your entire life to the point where it hurts, but you risk cutting this conversation short. If you walk away, what do you do? What I did was I held it for an hour. Then as soon as this person finally took a breath, I was like, I I love that. I have to go to the bathroom, but I'll be right back. And I was in the bathroom for like 15 minutes. So yeah. Tell me what you would do. Uh, I can't say that I'd be much different uh, from you. I, I probably would. I would have cut them off earlier just because I'm I'm very much a person who, who doesn't need to necessarily. I, I guess if it depends, if it's continuing in the career path upon which I, I do, I suppose I would wait a little bit more. But if it were that, I think, I think I'd excuse myself. Uh, depending on what part of the, I, I assume it was like at a dinner. Yeah, it was at breakfast actually, but yeah, yeah. Exactly. I, I perhaps uh, depending on I depending on where it stands, I'd, I'd probably do it sooner rather than later. That way, they have some food to at least keep them company uh, while I go take care of business. While I take care, of business. yeah. The- 
the, yeah, the worst part was I forced myself to eat my food before I went because he was still talking. I was like, "This is yeah, you're just I was adding ammo." So uncomfortable. I think I have colon cancer, man. Yeah. It was it was it was rough. Oh yeah. Okay, scenario number two. You don't know your boss very well. A new boss, but your back is killing you. You know, working sedentary. Oh, I know, I feel bad for us, but your body does get tired in a different way. You get crazy kinks in your back. Your back is dying, and if you sit with this pain any longer, you're going to go crazy. So do you tell your boss that you need to leave early to go get a massage, or do you make up an excuse? Um, It depends. Also, I know that my coworkers listen to this podcast, so uh, please don't tell them. <laughs> That's fine. Um, I think it depends on the job that you have. For me, it's much more uh, intense, short bursts of energy, and therefore I don't have the ability to stop work per se and get back to it necessarily. Um, but uh, depending on if it's like um, like where I work in radio, if it's a pre-recorded show, yeah, I guess I'd be fine with saying, "Hey, I I, I need a, a moment to to go get a massage." Uh, but if it's a live show, it's not like in the middle of a show I can just be like, "Hey, you know what, um, Howard Stern or or uh, or Colin Cowherd or Stephen A. Smith, whoever maybe, hey, I, I just give me a second. If we can just push this back, no, it needs to be every day at three o'clock or whatever it is. So." Uh, uh, probably I, if I can, I, and I could, I would, I'll put it that way. I feel that. Okay. Well, uh, those are the end of my Gary scenarios, man. Thank you for humoring me. Gary, it has been a while since we last got together, but to continue the trend we have been on during this podcast, I'm going to bring up something that happened a little while back. Rihanna's clothing line, Savage Fenty has been stirring the social media circles lately with the inclusion of a pair of leggings that have a rear window, so to speak. The leggings in question have an extremely noticeable and generous view of the wearer's plumber's crack. With the recent addition of Kim K having a side booty cheek cutout, I have to ask you, Gary, is there a limit to too much skin showing in workout attire? And would a gym that allows clothing optional be successful in the United States? Yeah. Okay. So that I we, we talked about this. I would love to have a naked gym, you know, where we all go and just work out nude. You know, um, I pulled up a picture. Have of you these. seen? Yeah, these leggings. You do one squat, and somebody sees all of what you ate for lunch that afternoon. Yeah. This is okay. And you know, I'm I'm not sexist, man. I'm all about you know policies that are going to help women i usually listen but i don't understand the point of those i mean i sound like an old man but like you're calling that is that empowerment i don't understand what that is i mean a leggings that literally just looks like you're torn and chewing your ass i say that that those should not be considered workout attire i don't i mean I, I don't even it's know what to say. I'm, I'm looking at them right now, man. This is this is wild that this is real. It's hard because if you look back on in time, I mean, there was a time where a sports bra wasn't allowed for women, and I I don't agree with that. I, I don't know. It's it's very hard for me to just justify or dictate or have an opinion on. Well, whatever you're kind of comfortable with, I, I, I think, I guess for when it comes whatever to you're me, comfortable with, man, is like if you're going to show your body, if you want to do that, that's fine. But to the gym, I, I mean, sports bars are fine, but this is literally like, like your just like butt. I, I don't, I don't know about that one. Yeah, I, I, I'm not, I'm not sure. Uh, it's, it's, it's a t- tough and difficult uh, discussion to have. Go ahead, Gary. 
But yes, uh, a naked gym, I do have that dream just because I think it would be a very visceral feeling to work out naked. Anyways, um, I read this article about the American flag. We are recording on July 4th, and article was talking about how uh, it's a symbol that may no, no longer unite and basically told a story of this potato farmer who went to a farmer's market and had an American flag painted on his truck, and nobody was coming over to buy his potatoes, and he was confused. And then he started talking to a lady, and turns out he was like a pretty liberal dude, and the lady was like, oh, thank God. I saw the flag and I kind of thought you might have been, you know, a super Trump supporter. So I wasn't going to buy your potatoes. First of all, by no means am I a Trump supporter, but I hate that. I hate the judging. I hate the fact that social media has made us all think like that. So, you know, he obviously turned out to be a little bit different than what this person expected. I'm happy that they had a dialogue. So I wanted to ask you about a time somebody maybe surprised you in that way, positive or negative. You know, somebody... Uh, sub- subverted your expectations of them. Uh, you know, my best friend uh, in the world right now, because all these things are just time sensitive, anyways. But my you best can just friend, call me Gary, man. Oh yes, absolutely. Uh, my best yeah. friend in the world. Uh, when we we first met, uh, doing youth theater, and so any age difference in youth theater is is tremendous. You know, you go from a year to two to three. I believe we have a th- oh, do we have a three-year age difference? I think uh, it might even be five, but especially at that age. Wow, really? Yeah, oh, three to five-year age wow. difference, which is which is uh, which is a lot, especially whenever you're younger. I mean, yeah, we're I think about like a 17-year-old versus a 14-year-old. Absolutely, you know? Eight, uh, I believe at that time it was 18 to 13, maybe. And we first met, and uh, and I'll be honest, I didn't like him. Didn't like him at all. I mean, he was just he was just immature and and uh, annoying at the time. And so you were the 18-year-old. I was. and uh, You predator. I'm Jesus kidding. <laughs> no. Uh, and so we, we uh, as time went on, uh, we grew up and uh, continued to do shows, and he kept popping in. And then eventually we did a show, and it was just uh, it was just the right time, you know, at the right time where he kind of kind of grew up. He grew out of uh, adolescence, uh, never not fully, if he's listening. He never has grown out of that fully, but uh, neither have I. So yeah, that's partly why we uh, why we... We clicked, and then ever since then, uh, it, it's worked. But I'm telling you, first time we met, first couple of shows that we did together even, uh, which is a lot of time dedicated with uh, with a cast where you're meeting people consistently, uh, first couple of shows just didn't do anything for me. Just just completely, if anything, I would have said, uh, last person you would expect to be friends with, let alone best friends with, probably would have pointed to him. Uh, and so very much subverted my expectations. All right. And now you guys are getting married soon. I love it, man. I love it. Not the case. <laughs> Could not imagine that. Gary, we go back to one of our favorite segments with the game. My sister gifted me at Christmas. Remember, I will draw a card and ask you the film trivia question associated. If you answer correctly, you shall get a point. If not, you shall fail and lose a point. Since we must do eight separate questions because of the way the card is formatted, I must remind us both that you can win with five or more correct answers lose with five or more incorrect answers or tie with only four right and four wrong answers. Gary, are you ready? Are you ready? I'm absolutely ready, man. Um, I am expecting you to throw me some repeats because you like to show the world how bad I am at this. So let's see. Bring it on. It would be highly unfair of me to do so since it's been now 
two weeks. Uh, well, now technically three weeks. I, I think, think it's been three weeks. Yeah, three weeks yeah, since yeah. we've uh, since we've last done this. So, uh, how many Ryan brothers were there in Saving Private Ryan? Uh, two. That is incorrect. The answer was four. Wow! Really? Four okay. Yes. Okay. I've only seen the movie once, so I. Yes. I, I well, it is, Ryan was it is something of a, of a plot point. The reason, you know, the last uh, of the siblings alive, they they won't make. They will bring him back home. So three of the four died, and congratulations, you're the last living one. Uh, what is the name of Elliot's brother in E.T. the Extraterrestrial? Oh Jesus, man! I'm not gonna get this. Let's say. Carl. It is Michael. Uh, as in That's Michael Scott. close. Speaking of Michael, when Michael Madsen is interrogating the police officer in Reservoir Dogs, what song is being played? Ooh, I haven't seen the movie, but I've what? seen the scene. I know, oh, man. Gary, shame um, on you. You deserve this negative point. I, I know that I don't, so I'm going to say I still haven't found what I'm looking for by you two. I know that's not it, but that's what is it? That's not it, but you're, you're, not, you're not even in the right path. Uh, Stuck in the Middle with You by Steeler's Wheel. Oh, that's nice. Stuck that, in that's the a good torture song. Yeah. Nice. What color is the little girl's coat in Schindler's List? Blue. It is red. Red, red. God Damn it, I knew it was red as soon as I said blue because of the... Yeah, okay. What am I, 0 for 4 right now? 0, 0 for, 4. for 4. And remember, I, I still believe, tie. Yeah, was it last week where you had a 7 out of 8 or whatever? Last or second to last time, I had 7, man. That Those were the days. Those don't know were what happened. indeed the days. In the 1987 movie The Untouchables, who plays Al Capone? Kevin Let's Costner go with plays opposite him. Let's go with Al Pacino. You are incorrect, and you have uh, assured yourself of a losing week. It is Robert De Niro. In the film First Blood, where does Rambo finally surrender? Oh my God! Okay, if you guys, if this is your first time listening, I really do know a lot about movies. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> um, Laos. Laos. No, it is a police station. Oh, my God. And we go to our final two. Which 2017 film... Here we go. Which 2017 film stars Charlize Theron as the M16 agent Lorraine Broughton? Um, Kingsman? <laughs> Kingsman 2? You're going to you're gonna slap yourself. Atomic Blonde. Oh, you oh, should, you know what? You should have, On my should blog, have. that was the most disappointing movie of, uh, of the year. I've blocked it out of my memory. I believe yeah, we reviewed right. that That's movie good. as well, yeah. Yeah. What was Indiana Jones's real first name? Oh, good lord, man. Oh, <laughs> Good Is the, um, so I don't think I've ever gone 0 for 8 before. I'm, I've probably got 1 for 8. I don't know if I've ever gotten every single one wrong. Never, what a swing. Never. Let's say Alan. And to mark the moment in history and to mark my moment in satisfaction, it is Henry. Henry. I knew it was a generic name like Joe Henry or Alan. Oh, my God. Oh, my wow. God. You know what? This was... um. There wasn't yeah, even a build-up to it. I wasn't expecting this. I didn't think of this to be um, as momentous an occasion as it turned out to be. But God bless yeah. you. God bless you. And God bless America. Your turn, Gary. 
you remember the Super Bowl when the Broncos played the Seahawks? I know you and I are both Broncos fans, and you knew from from the first snap that the game was over after the um you know what i had after hoped the, that entire super bowl it for me it was during halftime because i we came back from yeah. halftime i'm like you know what number one offense maybe they can maybe they can make some halftime adjustments maybe that'll do it and then they, mm, the kickoff yeah. happened and he ran it all the way back i was like well there we go that's that's the end of that dream yeah man you know we want watch a sports game and the first shot the first touchdown you know it's over that was me just now it's like this is not going great okay so another article i read this week as i do concern automation especially during covid for example um a lot of drive-thrus now are they start having voice recognition instead of having a person take your order you know service industry a lot of jobs are being taken by automation article talked about in covid a lot of companies started doing that now it's hard for them to hire people back because they're saving so much money on automation um you know and then on, on the other side you have the amazing deep fake te- technology where we can start bringing actors back from the dead you know like in rogue one or in um the Irishman, you know, you can essentially craft the actor to be whatever you want them to look like. So you can craft the perfect performance with technology. My question for you is what are jobs, if any, that are technology proof or are we just straight up doomed to become batteries like in the Matrix? <laughs> um, you know what? Uh, it's just just because we're in that theme this week. Strippers. I don't think strippers will ever be roboticized <laughs> unless oh god i mean but you know, imagine a perfect android sex bot who does everything that you want that's I, why those things are popular I just, I just thought of that um i guess even that that would be uh what about like writers i'd imagine writers and creativity just you can't i'd imagine you can't imbue creativity within a, a sentient being so therefore, I would have to say writing, whether it be for novels, whether it be for songs, whether it be for just regular, just uh, just movies, whatever it may be. I'd, I'd, I'd say writing is probably safe forevermore. Yeah, that's true. You know, uh, us writers, we have personal experiences and certain emotions that are private that shape everything that we write, and everyone's a little bit different. It'd be interesting if a computer could just take the human experience and be like, yeah, craft the perfect story. At it's, best, um, I, I, it's a good point, though. Yeah, at best, I think that there have even been uh, stories or, or robots. Maybe I'm now mixing up a bad South Park episode, but I think that there might have been things where they pop out uh, a generic Adam Sandler script. Uh, or something but other than that I don't they would not be able to do the artistic works that are uh, I don't even know a 20 uh, 20, 2010s or whatever that that Jonah Hill film was 1990s or whatever Uh, mid 90s yeah mid 90s won't be able to do that it won't be able to do young adult it won't be able to do the big sick or you know tremendous films like the Titanic it just won't be able to do those films yeah yes Uh, Gary you can be a fan of trashy TV from time to time, who amongst us can resist 100% of the time anyways. So I wanted to ask if you would be interested in or have watched Netflix's newest addition to dating TV, Sexy Beasts, a show where both participants are set up on a date, with the catch being that they are both in some heavy-duty, majorly expensive prosthetics that make the wearer <laughs> unrecognizable. From the outside looking in, there's an alien, there's a shark and a lobster, as I'm sure many other fantastical combinations. Gary, have you seen the show? And if not, 
Would you now give it an episode? You're not making this up, right? This I'm is not. A real this is real. Show. This is absolutely real. Man, there's so much content out there. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, 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 I would watch clips, man. I don't think I would get into it. That is, I mean, I, I, I tried watching, you know, Flora's Lava. I was like, we'll put this on. It it's, it's a okay. bit, um, uh, Flora's Lava is a bit cartoony. Like the announcer, the, yeah. the content's good, actually. It's the announcer that ruins it for me. Continue, yeah. I'm sorry. No, no, no. So, um... You asked if I if I would watch it. Now I I want to go check it out, and I think that my girlfriend Jesse would actually really like it. She'd probably find it hilarious. She would love making fun of the people. So I'd watch it with her just to hear her commentary. I guess. Yeah. Was there yeah. was there a two parter question? Nope. Nope. That's it. Just, okay. Would, you, would, would I watch, watch it? it? What's it called? Sexy beasts. Sexy beasts. <laughs> so they wear prosthetic of cannot, animals and then they go on a date? They they become prosthetic animals to where they are they their their entire body <laughs> like you imagine that they're on a TV show, like a really in-depth Star Trek show where you cannot make out who the person is underneath. So it's the idea. That's like taking furries to a whole new level, man. Sure, wow. Sure. I'd imagine at some point if they like each other enough, they're intrigued by the person enough, then they lose the prosthetics. I'm not entirely sure. I haven't really watched the show at F at all, but I, I myself, I'll give it an episode. I'll give it an episode. Your turn, Gary. Well, maybe next date you go on, you should wear a Halloween mask and see, see how that goes. Uh, my last one, something that you and I love to talk about. We had some crosstalk before the recording. The NBA finals yeah. are here. Um, I'm a diehard Phoenix Suns fan, so I will contain my excitement, but I, you know, I'm, I'm stoked. Uh, this is, it hadn't happened since before I was born. So tell me about your prediction um, of the series overall, I was going to ask you for a game prediction, but screw it, man. Who do you think is going to win? Uh, I'd imagine that it's uh, Phoenix Suns in five. Without in five, yeah. wow, really? Yeah, without Giannis, there's no chance. He, oh, well, it, isn't he day to day, or is he out? Man, he's. Uh, I, I just if there's one person in the entire NBA who you are like, who really thrives on their athletic ability. It's, it's Giannis. It's Giannis right now. Well, so. and okay, if if he's out, we will win. But I I don't actually know his status. If he's you out. More, no and one even I do, with yeah. the fact that he's compromised, I'm I'm so I'm so out. I I, I wish that the the Phoenix Suns had gotten a real challenge at some point, just only because I made some regrettable bets. Some some bets, yeah. Yeah, but other than that, I'm very happy for the Phoenix Suns. I'm glad that Chris Paul will. Be able to get that stain off of his resume uh, for his loan, his one and only championship that he will win. I that feels like a guarantee. Um, Man, we we had some challenges. He had COVID. Oh yeah, hurt his shoulder. Yeah, but he you know he, they he's been out for games, not series. Not series. Yeah. Not series. All right. Uh, my last question here, Gary. Do you know what the most dangerous plastic surgery is? And then I'll continue on. Um, let's say a nose job. No, actually, it's BBLs. Yes, Brazilian butt lifts. I wouldn't have thought that either. Okay, there we go. Yeah, but apparently the science behind it is real and scary. Uh, and that it's come into the, the fold recently with a lot of news of people raising awareness to this issue and 
quite frankly, with a lot of stars and uh, models and everybody in between getting these Brazilian buttlifts and it coming back into uh, into uh, the fold. Gary, do you like a badonkadonk, real or not? And what is one thing you would get surgically enhanced? You know I love a badonkadonk. Um, I don't know if we debated on this podcast or over a poker table about boobs and butts. I, pro- probably both. Uh, um, I think it, it's remained until this point on the poker table. I believe. I could be wrong. Maybe yeah. in our younger days we, yeah, yeah, yeah. we discussed this, but... I, you know, I think all guys start out maybe as boob guys, but now I'm definitely a badonkadonk guy. I love a natural butt. Um, I'm a very lucky guy. Um, if my girlfriend's parents are hearing this, I'm sorry, but, you know, good job. Um, and so I'm sorry, give me your, your second part again. Second part, what is one thing you would get surgically enhanced on you? Oh, oh, easy, easy peasy. Okay, I have a really, really, really weak chin. Um, I, I essentially go from face to neck. You can't tell because I have a beard, but if you were to see me shaved, I do not have a jawline. I've always been self-conscious of it. Thank God. There was actually a kid at our high school whose nickname was No Chin, and it wasn't me, and my chin was actually way, way, way more weak. He had a way bigger jaw than I did, but he was kind of a dork, so people call him No Chin. Um, I have nothing going on even if i'm skinny like if i lose weight i'm still i just have a weird a weird you know face neck thing going on so i would get a pronounced adam's apple a strong freaking chiseled jawline that's always been my insecurity 100 fair enough yeah fair enough that's uh that's uh that's an understandable one once you pointed it out it's like oh i guess so but luckily luckily you don't need Damn surgery now when you, you know you <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You, yeah, you, I keep it. If you had the strong jawline, would you not have a beard? Do you think? Um, I I would keep it shorter. Well, may, I, I I do like the feeling of the beard, but I think that I would want to show off that freaking diamond cutter jaw. I I really do. Um, and I think I look good, clean shaven. I just if you see me from the side, you're like you look like a freaking animal. Of some sort, yeah. Yeah, if you had like Vigo Mortensen's like, like, facial structure. Mm. Do you know who Vigo mm. Mortensen is? Oh, dude, I'm a Lord of the Rings super fan. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Just, just making sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. All right. Yes. All right. Uh, well, thank you for uh, joining us here today on a fresh episode of Give Me Five, a reunion of some sorts. Uh, just because of how long it's felt like since I've seen your beautiful face, there, Gary. For Podcast is Emeritus Gary Boucher. I'm Philip Amorant. Thank you so much for listening to this and all of our older episodes of Gimme 5. There are a bunch of episodes in the past where Gary doesn't go 0 for 8. That will be marked down in history and we'll hang around him like a yeah. chain of Flava Flav clocks. And of course, you can <laughs> listen to us uh, on all your Spotify's and all of your Apple podcasts. Pretty much everywhere you can get your, your podcasts, except for Pandora, because screw you, Pandora. 